No such thing, uh, bad student, only bad teacher. Teacher said, student do. Oh, great. That solves everything for me. I'll just go down to the school and straighten it out with the teacher, no problem. Now use head for something other than target. <laughs> Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one involved minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us today from Karate Kai Ner- Nerds Dojo Podcast, it's a mouthful, is Kevin, a.k.a. Cobra Kai Dad. Welcome to the show, Kevin. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. This is a blast. Looking forward to this. <laughs> so uh, your Twitter handle is Cobra Kai Dad. Why is that? Are you just because you're a dad and you're into Cobra Kai or something more? <laughs> well, it, it, <laughs> well the, the, as the story goes... Um, Huge Karate Kid, Cobra Kai fan, and I, 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 when I was on Twitter, uh, well, my son, who is nonverbal autistic, one morning I was just saying Cobra Kai, and all of a sudden he said never dies, like out of nowhere. Whoa. So uh, I shared that video, and it's it's my pinned tweet on my personal Twitter page. And I think it's got like nineteen thousand views. Like he blew up Twitter there for a little bit. Uh, so that's when I became the Cobra Kai dad, and uh, it kind of <laughs> took off. Um, a good friend of mine from. Um, uh, David from Visitor Comics uh, in New Zealand, he did a nice uh, a nice uh, artwork for me with my kids, and so yeah, it's just kind of it's kind of stuck. I'm the original you know, karate dads, hockey dads. I'm the Cobra Kai dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wonderful story. I wasn't even expecting. That. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check out your pin tweet now. That's awesome. Yeah, you bet. Definitely take a peek, guys. Uh, this is minute 46 of the Karate Kid. It begins with bad student versus bad teacher and it ends with thanks for nothing so Mm -hmm. uh we were in the maintenance shed last week uh and we're gonna stay there for a few more days this is the time when minute by minute podcasting can be a bit tedious (laughs) 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 let's see what we can squeeze out of it with uh some more fresh eyes so (laughs) as soon as kevin gets up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well uh you know uh that scene is uh that's that scene is kind of funny because i mean mr miyagi we know has just you know whipped all the cobras there and and you know he's involved in this and like he says no i don't want to get involved <laughs> you know and dad's like well thanks for nothing pal <laughs> you beat all these guys up made my life even worse <laughs> and now and now you're bailing on me oh, so yeah. yeah i mean you know it's uh it's kind of a, it's funny seen that way, right? I mean, then then I think Mr. Miyagi planned on getting involved all along, though. You know, towards the end of that, it's just anything to rile up Daniel, maybe too. I don't know. <laughs> this this is the first time he's kind of pushed back on Miyagi. Anytime Miyagi speaks, he's usually like silent and in awe and just absorbing everything. And this is the time, first time he's like challenged him on something. <laughs> exactly. Well, why don't we start at the top of the minute? Because um, we're we don't want to skip past one of the top lines in the Karate Kid franchise, which is uh, "No such thing, bad student, only bad teacher." Teacher say, student do. And honestly, as you know, you're you're a big Cobra Kai fan. You know, Matt, I know you are too. Um, and it just, I I think about this as like if it wasn't for this line, like Johnny would have no path to redemption in this franchise. Like you would never, you would never think of Johnny as like a victim and, and a person that you could root for in the, in the new series. But 
now it's like, oh, by the way, it's not even his fault. It's it's his teacher. But can you take that even further back and say it's not Crease's fault, I wonder? Oh, man. You just keep going back and back until you find the root of all evil. like The original bad teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that, like, Satan? I, I don't know. What are we going back to? <laughs> Satan in a karate belt, yeah. <laughs> That was pretty, uh, that was deep. That was yeah. deep. <laughs> so Daniel scoffs at the idea and he's like, great, that solves anything, everything. I'll go to the school and I'll straighten it out with the teacher. No problem. And then Miyagi says, now use head for something other than target. So I, do you think that like in real life, do you think this would be like a bad idea? Like if he is a bad teacher, does Miyagi think that Daniel tattling is going to impress him and make him want to <laughs> reform? Or... <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, man, I should change up my teaching. <laughs> man, doesn't sound like it would work, I don't think. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I don't think it would work at all. I mean, uh, it'd be like, who the hell are you to tell me what I'm teaching and what I'm not teaching? You know, no wonder my students beat you up, right? Like, that's, that's the way I would view it. Like, I guess it's because Miyagi hasn't actually seen Crease in action yet, but he also supposes, like, well, these guys are complete, you know, uh, jerks, bullying jerks. So why is it that he is that they are that way? Is because of this bad teacher. Mm-hmm. So the teacher can't be much better. Uh, but I, <laughs> uh, I do like to refer to the novelization and the script here and there. And then the novelization, Daniel says, "Right, Mr. Miyagi, that's the solution. Then I'll just tootle over to their school and straighten out the sensei." <laughs> The line from the movie is a little better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this is a a bit of a side tangent. Um, Why is it that Miyagi doesn't look at Daniel when he talks, you think? Deep shame. Deep shame. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. What else would it be? (laughs) <laughs> he's like trying not to look at his at his face so he doesn't have to actually go there and confront the guy <laughs> yeah yeah uh, like uh, oh I'm... I don't want to give in at all, at all I'll have to I'll have to go along with this kid mm-hmm. yeah especially when you know Mr. Miyagi always you know look I always look I <laughs> that's what I was thinking he yeah he doesn't look at him in the eye yeah I think it's kind of like okay fine I guess I'll have to go you know like he's yeah, yeah. He's willing him to go away. He's like, if I don't look at him, he'll disappear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, out of sight, out of out of conscience. I don't... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it is funny because later in the movie, is, he does do the whole is always looking eye. But I think that's when you're like, you know, fighting somebody. When you're about to fight somebody, you're bowing, always looking the eye. Maybe that's um, why you can't look at him. If he looks at him, it's automatically a challenge. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> Daniel can't just walk into this meeting and shed and throw down a challenge. And yeah. Daniel, son, you just look me in the eye. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's it's on now. Uh, in our ongoing series of uh, dumb New England guy stumbles through some uh, sites about the Japanese and tries to make some sense out of uh, things that he has questions about in the Karate Kid, I did look at some Japanese etiquette sites. And uh, it says there that eye contact is uncomfortable and could be seen as a sign of aggression. Um, And that they say that the only time that the 
Japanese keep eye contact is doing business because if not, the other party might think he's dishonest and hiding something. So otherwise, you'd be just looking away. <laughs> I knew I knew a guy in college who uh, couldn't look you in the eye. It was like some sort of psychological mm. thing with him, and he'd look directly in your direction. And like his face would be at the same, you know, face to face with you, but his eyes would be just slightly off and like kind of looking behind you, even when he's talking directly at you. And it was very unnerving. <laughs> uh, in my research, it said that most Japanese children are taught to just look at the neck of somebody when they're facing them. Yeah. Um, that eye contact really only happens in conversation between Japanese 25% of the time. Which is interesting. <laughs> Just during business and during love. During love, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is a certain type of business. <laughs> oh, right, well, well, I look, I, I always look, I when Miyagi get down in uh, Miyagi family dojo, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> we'll try to keep that PG rating for our podcast and get That's people on. Right. That's right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, as, as the scene's going along, it says like, it, basically like Daniel is just like thinking that maybe Miyagi didn't understand his sarcastic comment. Like, no, no, I w- really, I was just kidding about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Miyagi says, uh, why kidding? And Daniel says, because I get killed if I show up there. Um, and, uh, in the book, he actually does some name checking, um, in, in the novelization, he says, I was only kidding. Getting my butt kicked by Johnny is one thing, but getting it kicked by his teacher, Crease, is another. He'd kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if they, why they wrote it that way, as if like you wanted to, you needed to remember who the names are of the different characters. Um, so yeah, Miyagi takes this in a moment and he's kind of like shrugs and uh, he says, get killed anyway. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's also per- like, Daniel had a had a dark line uh, last week, and now Miyagi. This, I think this is Miyagi's like dark line. Like, hey kid, <laughs> you're gonna get killed anyway. So it's all it's. I'm not getting involved. <laughs> uh, but uh, Daniel takes a moment and he's thinking about this, um, and yeah, I just kind of think like he's thinking like you know what do I have to lose? Uh, uh, he's got a point. I I and. Uh, uh, but but the thing is, like, Daniel's been to Cobra Kai. Kreese is pretty scary. So he then asks Miyagi to go with him. And Miyagi says, uh, now he can't. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. It, 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 and, and the way he says, like, no, no, I can't do that. It, it, it really it, it comes across to me like going too far for him. This, this, this whole relationship, like, you know, I saved you, I saved your bacon, but I'm not going to like go talk to your friend's teacher for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah, in exactly. this too deep already. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so Daniel then insists, he says, uh, and, and Miyagi says, uh, uh, you know, for you, it was a good idea for me. The good idea is not getting involved. Um, so, uh, I don't know. Then Daniel kind of has a point here. Like you're already involved. So I don't know. What, what, what do you think? Is, is Miyagi really involved here? Could he get away? From, I mean, cause it's like he laid waste to five Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, uh, 
that might come back on him. <laughs> I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. One way or the other, it was going to come back, right? I mean, yeah. five of your students show up all banged up. You can think Crease isn't going to say, like, who did this to you? Well, oh, this old this old maintenance guy. And yeah, obviously it's going to come back. They might not know where he came from, but that's, that's true. true. That would be the first place they'd go check. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they think he's Spider-Man too? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man, Johnny. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Miyagi seems to be getting frustrated here. He, he, he saved Daniel. It doesn't mean he wants to be any part of what's going on. Um, and, uh, I don't know. It, for some reason I got thinking about man of steel I, I, and I don't know. My notes kind of take a t- tangent here because it's like, like what would happen if, like if, if Miyagi, Miyagi has the power to save Daniel, to to lay waste to all these teenagers. What would he have done? Like, should he have just kind of, in order to stay uninvolved, should he have just kind of uh, let it happen? Like, so the, the Man of Steel tangent is just like the whole line uh, Kevin Costner does is Jonathan Kent, where Clark says, what am I supposed to do, let them die? And Jonathan Kent's like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, you know, the world would be forever changed if people knew that Superman existed. So, like, how much, you know, Miyagi's Miyagi's world is going to be forever changed by saving Daniel and getting involved in his life. I went a long way for that one, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's like he's living this, this, like, solitary existence. And now it's like, all right, well. <laughs> I, I I saved him, and now 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 my life is complicated. And how 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 much maybe that's he was, a to him? Oh, sorry. I was gonna say how uh, maybe he was waiting for some action too, though. Like this is oh, finally, I can dust off my karate. You know, <laughs> that'd be <laughs> interesting. It, but... <laughs> <sighs> finally, some punks to beat down. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then we get a uh, like like Daniel's protesting here, and we and I think we get this other Miyagiism here that's really not like a like a Miyagiism as in the line, but one I I really enjoy is where he's like dead 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 like like <laughs> stop what you're saying dead 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 I love that <laughs> just mocking um, him. You're just kind of like it's I I think it's a way of like it's almost like a. a like a parental thing, like okay, kid, okay. Da, 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 da. Hey, Daniel, son, this is what you sound like. Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, your your lips are moving, but this is what I hear. Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, so Miyagi stays quiet, but uh, yeah, it's just like he's just staring ahead, and I I just feel like just watching it over and over again. I felt like there's like a almost like a war going on inside of him. You know, like, should I? Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> um, but yeah, Daniel in waiting, all of a sudden he just kind of loses his temper and uh, tosses the bandana on the table and says, thanks for nothing, man. And Like, I don't have enough problems already. And I just to me, it's like, I just don't. I This is is this the whiniest he gets? I just I, I, I don't like this part. <laughs> Oh, he, he gets whinier as things go on, but uh, yeah, this is. Oh yeah, yeah I think it's a small. I think this is kind of small potatoes whiny compared to other times, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the during the training, he does lose it, but he has a lot of patience going up into that. This is like, 
This is like, oh, I've got a, I've got a silly idea. And Miyagi's like, do the silly idea. And he's like, I'm going to get killed. We'll just do it anyway. <laughs> well, uh, you know, you're going to get killed anyway. So, and, and well, can you come with me? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so it's almost like an instant reaction to this. Just like, you know, like, ah. Oh, but I don't like the fact that he's just like now blaming all his problems on Miyagi. If Miyagi just got involved, his problems would be a lot easier. I feel like, it, you know, the, I mean, there's an agreement that happens, you know, when they go to the dojo. But, you know, it's not completely insured at this point. It, you know, it, it, I, I just don't like how he's like going, I'm going to put this all on your head, <laughs> Miyagi. Mm. Whether you're coming or not, uh, I, it's your fault that, that, that it's not going right. So. Well, he probably feels like he's tried everything else. <laughs> he needs some help. Yeah. Well, he tried everything else. He did a great job avoiding them for six weeks. And then he decided to dump water all over Johnny while he was rolling his joint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so didn't do very good for him. <laughs> and now he's yelling at Miyagi. Uh, I, just, I get irritated at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that I mean, that's all I have for this minute. Um, do you guys have any other notes about um, this minute in particular? Nope. No, not really. Okay. Um, so we get into our uh, Monday question, which is kind of a, let's get to know our guest. Uh, uh, and uh, so, Kevin, we'd love to hear uh, when did you first see the Karate Kid? Any sort of stories around that or anything like that? Well, I first saw the Karate Kid. Uh, I was okay, 1984. I was in grade one when it came out, and of course, I didn't see it in the theater. But back in the day, my dad, well, before we had a VCR at our local store here, you could rent the machine and whatever else, right? So I remember this one weekend, he rented the machine, and uh, we got. And Karate Kid was part of the part of the movies that we all rented, and yeah, fell in love with it. Uh, um, didn't get to rewatch it as much because, well, mom and dad monopolized the TV. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got I saw it the one time, but then uh, my about maybe about a year later, my grandparents had a VCR and they went to the local store and they actually purchased a copy of the Karate Kid, which probably cost them fifty bucks at the time. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Those those ran a bit, <laughs> a bit and, expensive. Oh, and, uh, and of course, I, I stayed with them all the time, so I wore that VHS out. I, I still have it. That was the one thing when my, when my, uh, when my grandparents passed and were going through things. That was, the, that was the first thing that I took was that, cop, that VHS copy. Oh, that's copy. awesome. Yeah. And <laughs> hopefully someday I'd like to get Ralph to sign it. And, uh, but, yeah, that, that's always been uh, – that's basically – I'm, I'm going to say that that was my – my introduction to the karate kid Marcel was watching it over and over at my, uh, at my grandparents and my grandpa trying to trick me into, uh, you know, doing some chores around the house there for him. Just thinking, <laughs> thinking that I might. Yeah. yeah you're learning. You're learning. <laughs> I, I love my grandpa, but he, he, uh, his family immigrated from Poland, uh, uh-huh. not from Okinawa. So there was nothing he could probably <laughs> teach me as far, as far as, as far as self-defense goes in that regard. But, uh, <laughs> but I gave me, I, Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, maybe he could teach you how to make a nice hunter stew. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I always uh, I always uh, got a kick out of that. And I think also, uh, you know, just being at a, a family movie, this just really reminds me of such good times, too, right? So, But that was my introduction to The Karate Kid way back when. 
Oh, that's great. That's great. I, I love that you still have the tape. And uh, yeah, I do hope you get it signed for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I know my, my kids are probably going to look at it one day and they're like, what, what, what does this thing do? What does it go into? <laughs> <laughs> Don't bother. It's pan and scan. I got the Blu-ray over here. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time to use our voices for something other than podcasting about Karate Kids. So uh, thank you very much for joining us, uh, Kevin. Uh, do you want to come back on Wednesday for another Karate Kid Minute? Absolutely. I'd be honored to. <laughs> now, you do have your own uh, uh, Karate Kid-centric podcast. We'd love for people to uh, check it out. So uh, let them know about it. Absolutely. So uh, our podcast is called the Karate Kai Nerds Dojo. And uh, we broadcast on Artist First Radio. And uh, if you check out my uh, my Twitter handle at Cobra Kai Dad, you'll uh, you'll find the link to our podcast page. So give us a give us a follow. And we also do have a podcast page, which is at Dojo under I know sorry at Dojo Podcast. And you can also reach us there as well. So yeah, uh, tune in and uh, and we hope you enjoy what you hear. You've been getting some great interviews. We have yes. Yeah. Uh, we uh, the 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 one that started it all for us was uh, Susan Gallagher who plays homeless Lynn, and uh, then from there we've uh, I think we've re- interviewed at least over a dozen actors from the Karate Kid franchise as well as Cobra uh, Kai. So yeah, we're all we have a few more uh, in the books coming up here right away that we have booked for some appearances. So yeah, it's gonna it's just it just keeps going and we just love doing it. It's all fun and can think of anything better to, to do especially you know <laughs> and what a great community too so yeah it's 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 awesome uh that that you've gotten so many guests and uh you know we're gonna start bugging each and every one of them to come on here as well <laughs> absolutely if i can help you with that feel free <laughs> all right well uh that does it for us so uh yeah until next time send it to the internet <laughs>